0: Coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the duck Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the doc. John, another week. Man, we got so much shit going on, but it's all good.
1: We're going to talk this week all about bike racing. John's very excited. I just got back from a a bike, the biggest bike race in North America, John. He's not impressed. Anyway, the tour of California. John, were you out there waving a
0: banner at the start in Pismo Beach? And I bet they held up all kind of traffic and they (laughs) blocked it. It's like... It's the fucking stupidest thing in the world if you're gonna ride a fucking bike right if you're over 12 years old and you're riding a bike you should be riding it at the gym it should be a stationary bike these yeah you don't give these guys credit they're amazing athletes they are amazing athletes but they're they're getting the fucking way of cars Aww. and these cars are six fucking 6 thousand pounds and when the, the little bicycle is riding and shit and they're going like they think they're going really fast they're going like 17 miles an hour. In this, in the road, sixty-two miles an hour downhill. Okay, sixty-two miles right. an hour otherwise. Okay. downhill. Let's talk about downhill. As much as I despise bike riding because it's just it's stupid. It's, it's like a woman wanting to swim with sharks while she has her period. But I'm telling you, one of my best buddies and he was he was going downhill, going really fast. He hit a fucking ram truck. Okay, he shattered his legs so bad he also he also got internal injuries they had to do a lap okay because he had internal bleeding he broke his wrist his hand a couple of ribs and he shattered his leg so bad he had to go to the hospital for like stay in the hospital for like two weeks before they could do surgery now i know i know your
1: philosophy so
0: did you tell him he was asking for it or did you tell him he deserved it? No, I told him I hope he gets better because he's one of my best friends. All right. From well, this isn't about that. This is a it's professional. It. It's a bike friend. racing tour. The roads are closed. Yeah, they close the roads so the cars can't go, or they got a gotta go.
1: closure. That it's you know adjust your life accordingly. It, it's as
0: stupid as shit. Well, <laughs> like when we're training, when when we don't close have, the road.
1: When you have your parade down the, uh, we don't have you a know, the like branch tree in I don't in the have village. a arts parade. Yeah, you do, and you're in the parade. Oh, they close the God. road. I'm it's... trying to get my coffee, and they got the road closed it's for not your parade, my for the parade. Pit parade. My pra- there's anyway, no pit parade. It's
0: the same thing. Bike riding is is a really really hard sport, but it's as stupid as shit. These and guys it's... rode.
1: This was the hardest tour of California in its 14 years of existence. They rode 750 miles in seven days. Every day they rode. They had a hundred plus mile days, several days in a row, and then one of the riders, I was with the tour the last three days, and there weren't any major injuries, um, just some road rash and stuff. But right at the finish line, crash. The guy rides, he's from Portugal, um, but he rides for seven days. It was so sad. So we got him on his bike, got him across the finish line, and then we treated him. But it was a, it's quite a spectacle. The race. There's this moving mass of cars. Uh, people, news, helicopter. It's this crazy event that gets put on in California every year. And it's a lot of fun for me as a doctor to be part of it.
0: Uh, there's a whole medical team. Because maybe, just maybe, you can get that one lucky shot where a car rams them and you get to jump in and do something. Well, it is, you know, the,
1: as a doctor on the tour, the race is fun, but it's hours of, you know, nothing happening. And then all of a sudden, it's like adrenaline rush. Like somebody, you know, there's an accident. And these guys are trying to get back on their bike and not get out of the race.
0: And that's, so. I'm not saying that makes James a bad person. I hope not. just just like when people watch, I hope not. they watch the tour de France or the what do you call? That's not it why anyone around? watches the tour of California no. for accidents. It they just not. he's as a doctor. Why else is he there? Unless there's accident. So if there's no accidents, he doesn't get any work in. He doesn't get to do anything. So he he needs an accent, or else so, why are you there? What about a fighter? Are they going to go out and hug for five minutes? Who
1: any of your fighters? What are you there for? You're waiting for the accident, for someone to get
0: knocked out, choked out, I am. horribly injured. It's either going to be my guy or the other guy. I just hope it's my guy. Just I'm... a little hypocritical. That's all. I'm no, saying. because it's it's, it's it's I want <laughs> I want there to be some kind of some some kind of damage. I want there to be some kind of violence. So if we could incorporate more accidents into bike racing, you might be you might be come fa- you might I'd come around. A, I'd be a fan. As long as the car that hits them doesn't have to like ruin their life because a fucking bike rider no in front of them.
1: There are no cars.
0: But anyway, it's a closed
1: road, so you can stay home. Anyway, we didn't come by your house this year, so there you go. The route went around God, your home completely. I hate they
0: actually closed the road, so like I have to go somewhere. I my road has to be closed, so these little fucking guys in tights who should be riding a stationary bicycle at fucking Kennedy Nautilus or twenty four hour fitness. Bro, you're not fucking twelve anymore. Get a fucking car. Okay? You shouldn't be on a little bicycle.
1: I will agree Man. to disagree on this one. Anyway, I had a great time. I'm back. You've been we'll, we'll cut the uh I the bike the bike talk. We'll stop here. I'm not but letting you do that. I don't ride on the road. You are
0: not gonna ride on the road. I will not I've seen you. too many I will put down my foot on that
1: one. <laughs> I've seen too many of my people I know get hurt. It's me too. So anyway, so. that's as, you know, the, the tour needs some doctors out there. It was a lot of fun. We had a great medical team. And, uh, anyway, so I was gone. I did catch some of the fights. I guess we can talk about fights. Let's since that's more was, of what we talk about.
0: It's weird. Do, dos, dos Anjos. It's not Dos Años, It would be if he was Mexican. But it's Dos Anjos. And, uh, um, man, he put on a great fight against Kevin Lee. Who's They're both great. Um. And they both just came out, boom. They both showed, um, both of them, um, just how great they are at everything. They both are great at striking. They're both potential champions. The only thing that I I think a little bit more, Kevin has to work on his cardio a little bit. Just a little bit. Is it cardio or is it pacing? I don't think it's pacing. Because he comes out like...
1: That's true. Man, all out. He does. Just like if yeah. he could take someone out in the first round,
0: he doesn't need to go to those other, you know, to round yeah. 4 or round 5, but yeah, but the thing about pacing is, this is the this is what's bad about pacing. You don't always get to decide the pace. Who could keep up the pace he put on in
1: the first round for 5 rounds? I mean, that was quite a display of
0: well you know, exertion I mean, yeah.
1: that he put on in the first round.
0: But let's not forget Dosanyus was there too. So he was I mean, it's hard if one person's putting on that pace, it's like the other person is too, because he has to just by just proxy? By proxy, is that a word? Proxy? By proxy. Because he has to put it on too, right? He has to defend. He has least. to defend. So defending is as tiring as offending, and sometimes one's a little more than the other, and vice versa. But that fight was just like this, and I think it was on like this on both sides, um, and then you just saw um, Kevin start to tire a little bit more, and you heard in the corner, um, Rafael's, Rafael's corner saying, "Okay, that was that was his you know that was his toughest round. He's gonna get tired now." So. I'm not the only one thinking that, um, but Dos Anjos and uh, and Kevin Lee, they're so good at wrestling. I mean, they're they're both like fucking unbelievable wrestling. They're both great at striking, <laughs> and both of their jujitsu is really good. So it's like watching this fight. This was a really fucking good fight, um, and I wish it went, I wish it went, I wish. I wish it went the distance. Um, I'm glad nobody really got hurt. Uh, but it was an unbelievably exciting, action-packed fight. Was it fight of the night? I'm assuming it was. Uh, I don't know if it's listed
1: here, but I like a fight like this that ends definitively, but not right away. You know, you get to see these guys compete against each other, but there's a definite winner. It doesn't go to the judges, and it's in the fourth. It's in the championship rounds. So I think a fight like this is satisfying, I think, especially for a fighter uh, that wins. Um, That you got a definitive win and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just right in the first round or something like that. I mean, you got to display a lot of his skills.
0: To be honest, you'd rather lose that way than, like, lose. Or would you rather lose
1: like he lost, like Sage lost? Well, no, but. Because you can call that a fluke,
0: maybe. Maybe not. Not a fluke. But still, it's a one-punch loss. Right. So, you don't want to lose that way because of. Because of the brutality of it, so you don't want to lose that way, but like losing like a one sided, you know, loss where you you know you lost, it's always better to do that than get a draw or get a fight that's really close and and you lose that. Um, so I mean, he had an arm triangle. Arm triangles, you know, it's not a dangerous thing per se. Um, so um, it was a good fight. And I, I, I was, I thought the action in this fight was perfect. And, you know, I wish it went one more round with the same amount of, uh, with the same pace. But, hey, that was a great fight. Both of them will be back. Uh, Kevin Lee will definitely be back. I mean, they're two of the top uh, welterweights in the world. They were both fighting at 155. That weight cut was way too much um, for both of them. So, uh, good fight then we got uh, our, our ex, uh, our old uh, buddy who was on our uh, podcast, Ian Heinisch, uh, who has his crazy story about being a drug mule and then fucking... Being in prison in fucking Rikers Island and just, oh my God, his And story. being in prison in Spain, Spain for two le- years or something. And then and learning some fighting art they do in in the, some Spanish island. I forget the name of it, but it's like wrestling with a little bit of striking and a little bit of this. And they do it in the sand. And, man, he's, he's had a life. For as young as he is, what is he, like 33 or something? He's young. He looks younger than he is, but yeah, he's a young guy. He's had a fucking... Unbelievable
1: life. He's got some stories. How like. about these opponents they've given him? Yeah, this is his second fight, I believe, in the UFC. That guy was a top guy. He was a ranked and, guy.
0: Yeah, Antonio, the guy. He looks like uh, he looks like he should be uh, um, Junior DeSanto's uh, brother. And they train together, and they hang out together, and it's really funny when you see him together, because he's like looks like a little version of rough, uh, like uh, Junior DeSanto's. He Heinish uh, put on display too his wrestling oh. skills.
1: He was a wrestler in high school, I yeah. believe, and then he did this Spanish wrestling discipline.
0: It, let me tell you something though, his striking wasn't bad either. He came out he came out effective in every uh, every aspect of the martial arts, and uh, it was it was it was a it showed it definitely showcased him and fighting a guy like uh, Antonio, Antonio uh, Carlos, uh, who is such a Brutal and not even brutal, just dangerous, dangerous jujitsu guy. Um, And the fact that that uh, Ian was willing to get in his guard and fucking take him down and and fight him in his uh, in his hometown, it cost him the first round, I think, or the second round, it cost him one of the rounds. But he definitely won the other two. So nine of his eleven wins are by submission. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a submitting son of a gun,
1: and uh, and he was on a five fight win streak. So they are not giving Ian easy fights no, at all.
0: They're not. And like, he's used to. I mean, just look at his life, and then his fucking fighting career is like his life. They just throw him the toughest stu- toughest scenarios, and he he works his way out of them. So so Antonio Carlos
1: Jr. They kept calling him. His nickname is. Cara de zapato, which means shoe face. I don't know why that's his nickname, but his nickname is shoe face.
0: I would lose. It. Let me just say that, <laughs> Antonio. If you're watching this, if you're watching this, lose the name. Have somebody give you a better name, like Iceman or fucking uh, you know something like that. You know the executioner or some shit. Don't 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 do that. I didn't see the rest of the fights, but uh, oh, I saw I saw uh, I saw. Um, who else fought? I saw this fight, and then there was one other fight I watched. Uh, I yeah, I watched. U.S. Uh, Charles yeah, Oliveira? yeah yeah yeah. I watched that fight. Um, that was that was kind of back and forth. It was more it was more back than forth in favor of uh, Charles Oliveira, but uh, Nick Lentz is so tough. He's a wiry fucking vet, and he just he's not gonna quit for anyone. he he went at it and ended up getting KO'd. Um, But I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely, uh, you want to say journeyman, you want to use the word journeyman, but you can't really use journeyman because the UFC isn't set up like that. Like if you're a journeyman MMA fighter, you're not going to be in the UFC. You have to be higher level. It's like, it's like a journeyman would be like double or triple A baseball, but the UFC is the majors, so if you're in the majors, you're not a fucking journeyman. So Nick Lentz is is, is I'd say he's more of a uh, of a what do you call it? a gatekeeper. He's more of a gatekeeper. He's not a journeyman, um, but he's a gatekeeper. And uh, Charles Charles uh, Charles Oliveras is on a win streak. He was on a four fight submission win streak. Oh, he was. Yeah. And now he's oh now he's a KO to add to it. Well, this is still a submission. He just submitted <laughs> submitted him with his fist. So now he has five submissions in a row. But um, yeah, he's he's a fucking brutal. Uh, he's he's an he's definitely an executioner. Um, and and Nick Lentz is a really good uh, gatekeeper. I don't think he'll ever be a champion of the UFC, uh, but he's e- definitely belongs there. So just to say that you belong there says a lot as a, as a as a. Uh, he's thirty and nine. Is a MMA? Yeah, yeah, and you got I mean, so you can't be a, you can't be a. Um, a journeyman. You can't be a journeyman and be in the UFC because journeyman like you can be a journeyman boxer, you know because uh, they don't they don't promote the brand of of the promotion they promote the fighters, but the UFC promotes its brand UFC more than it does its fighters, so it it's more concerned with building the brand of the UFC, so they want every fight to be good, more than building up fighters to make them, you know, the stars, and I don't know if that's good or bad, but it is definitely what it is, and um, so that's why you don't see fighters in the UFC, Um, like with in boxing, like, you know, 40 and 0 and shit like that. You see some undefeated fighters, but very seldom. In boxing, a lot of them become uh, undefeated because they give them, like, 4 and 20 guys all the way up the ladder. And then if they win a title, you know, they give them a non-title fight with a couple guys that are, like, 6 and 40. They don't do that in the UFC. The UFC, everyone you fight is going to be a winning fighter, a fighter that could beat you. And it's always going to be... it's not luck of the draw, but it's always going to be a tough fight. And like I said, the reason the UFC does that is because they they, they have a different uh, um, business model than say uh, the, the boxing promoters like Bob Aram or even Don King. Don King was a big brand in himself, but um, they also their fighters took a bigger name than they they had. Their fighters, were, you know, like, you, do you even know who Ali's promoter was? Or do you know who Mike Tyson's promoter was? Or do you know who Sugar Ray Leonard's promoter was? You don't really. But everybody knows who uh, John Jones' promoter is. Everybody. Everybody knows who Chuck Liddell's promoter was. Because the promotion is as big or bigger than uh, the fighters themselves. And they're building, they build their brand... Purposely, they do that intentionally, and like I said, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. It's still the way it is. So. Well, it's
1: it's. I think outside of fans, the mixed martial arts is the UFC. It's like saying I need a Kleenex. Kleenex yeah, it's right. not a tissue or yeah. whatever. Or you so want it's a Q tip? Thing.
0: You want a Q tip instead of a swab. Right. So it's a brand. It's a brand, it's a brand. name thing. That's. Or you fun. want Sudafed instead of uh, Sudafin, Mitochrin, whatever you call it. But I just, I love Sudafed, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: okay, so those were the UFC fights. The only other fights around, there were a lot of fights this weekend, but one championship had a fight that uh, you could see the clip of, but it was Sage Northcutt fighting um, from the UFC. And I think he left the UFC, like, on a win streak, too, when he left. Yeah. Yeah, I think he won his last few fights, and then he went to one championship, and he got knocked out brutally in the first 30 seconds or something. see
0: like Sage, they didn't really do it like with like when I what I just said about um, the UFC, um, they they'll pick who they don't do it with like they, they, they never gave Chuck a give me I don't think I don't think they've ever given John Jones or any most of their guys a give me but that with that wrestler guy what was his name? He had the initials the The wrestling guy, the pro wrestler that came to the UFC, oh CM Punk. CM Punk is the only guy they actually gave setup fights to, because even Sage had to fight some pretty tough guys when he, uh, when he was in the UFC. Right? I mean, oh yeah, they didn't they didn't give him any hand, you know, give me any gimmies. I don't think I don't think they've done that to anyone but CM Punk. I've never seen them like. Uh, give anybody, give me's, like, you know, just complete losing fighters, except CM Punk. I wonder why they did that. Huh. Can you think of anyone else, guys? I can't think of anyone else. They've, they've, uh... How about Brock when he first came in? No! Fuck, he, fuck no. His first
1: fight at Frank Mir! Was that his first fight? I think it was,
0: like, his first fight. He fought
1: Frank a couple times.
0: Yeah, they fucking, they gave him fucking, they gave him, like championship guys his first few fights and he went in there and lost some and won some i mean he was not yeah he did not uh, give there were no give me's for uh for him which uh which is fine but all right well the only other interesting thing
1: was obviously was heavyweight boxing that a lot of people probably saw was deontay wilder uh fighting dominic brazil and I think it made the headlines just because that was over in round one. And also because of the trash talking that was going on. The it trash talking where kind of Wilder was saying that he, he was, could kill him with his because he's so
0: powerful, he may kill him. And if he dies, he dies, or something like that. Yeah, so it was a one-sided trash talking. Basically, Wilder saying, uh, this is the only sport where we get paid to kill people. It was a little much over the edge, but I mean to me it took a little bit out of the... Uh, out of the Bushido spirit. But uh, but hey, whatever. I mean, he seems like, to be honest, like in other interviews I've seen and like when he was interacting with uh, uh, Tyson Fury and shit, uh, I don't know, he seemed like a decent guy. I think this was, sometimes, sometimes, uh, I'm not going to say they're not that smart, um, but sometimes when you put a microphone in people, in front of people, like they just shouldn't be there. Like, I've seen him put a microphone, like, I love BJ Penn, but I just don't like when they put a microphone in his face. He fights better than he talks. Some guys are really good at talking, and they're really good at fighting, and then some guys are really good at talking and not good at fighting, and then some people are really, really, really good at fighting and not really good at talking. They just don't, they put their money, you know, put their, you know, they don't put their money where their mouth is, you know. So guys like BJ, I, I just didn't like seeing him interviewed. Anytime a guy gets knocked out, he should never get interviewed. And Wilder, I don't know if I would ever interview him. <laughs> well, his comments, it was funny. I was trying
1: to look up Dominic Brazil and look up his record and his stats, and on his Wikipedia page, it they said he died dead. on the day of the fight. <laughs> so it says he's dead. It says he went He went to the fight, was transported to the hospital, and died. Okay. Uh, so that uh, and that's
0: that's kind of i mean trash talking but i don't know it's just also, to me across the line i guess it's like i don't know it's, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way a little bit it's kind of like some things you can say to certain people and like like some things you can say like you can't say the n-word you can't say the c-word um you know and to me you shouldn't be talking about killing someone before you fight him in a sport fight it's just to me it's a little it's I don't know. It's it, to me it's tacky. It shows a little lack of class, but I'm not I'm not saying he lacks class, but I think that action did. Anyway, I think that so was what? it.
1: So there was a lot of fighting uh, different events this weekend. And
0: yeah, what do we got next?
1: I think the UFC's got some big events coming up. I know John Jones is fighting what is that, fight week? Oh yeah. So that'll be in July. In July. I think well, he's that's, fighting yeah. uh, Santos, right? Okay. That'll be in July. I'll be there. Yep. He's fighting Tiago Santos. Okay, that'd be fun.
0: So that's I not guess. yeah, that's not till July six. So that's Wh- uh, that's six weeks off. Yeah, and then we got Woodley Lawler two. Uh, Makab John, I don't know that one very well. Uh, Cejudo's fighting a wow, Moraes. That'd be interesting. And, and then, then, then Anthony for, Smith's
1: fighting again already. I know against he,
0: the top, another top rated guy.
1: Yeah, that's wow. a big fight. So that's next that's June 1st Wow that's, so right that's a couple weeks away yeah. so there must be no fight next week yeah
0: so that'll be a good fight yeah so'll we'll be, we'll be back we'll be back next week talking about whatever you guys want to want to hear if you can send us a quick note either either here on SoundCloud or you can check me out on Instagram or um, uh, on Twitter pit underscore master or you can check him out on Instagram on... Are you private? It's private. So mine's (laughs) not private. Check me out. Check out John. Mine's pit underscore master on on Instagram. I will respond to everybody that reaches out to me. And you get a lot of good uh, martial arts uh, and self-defense training tips on on that uh, Instagram site. Pit underscore master. Check it out. Check it out. All right, John. Take till next out. week, man. Check, next week. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for coming. Please comment because we need more comments. We get lonely without comments. We're like, we sit there alone sometimes Waiting. in a corner, wait in a corner, a reading the internet. <laughs> and we just wait till it pops up and we just keep refreshing. And we're both sobbing and shit. And our wives are. It's very sad. Yeah, I know. And our wives are in the <laughs> other room watching TV and shit. And they're drinking fucking vodka and champagne. And they're going, You guys are losers. Wow. This went downhill fast.
1: All right, John, till next time, comment on John's stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.